hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's pretty good. Not bad. Considering it's like two highballs. So, it's good. You're drinking... I'm drinking bubbly water with gin. Good. I'm drinking bourbon. Mm-hmm. I don't even know... Just what... bourbon. I don't know what bourbon it was. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> Mystery bourbon. So, well liquor. Because uh-huh. our house has a well. It doesn't, but... It should. Yeah. It, so. Sure. How's your week going? Uh, it's fine. Uh, I have started going back into the office two days a week. So I did it on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing it again tomorrow. So good luck with that. Yes. I have mixed feelings. I don't. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. We'll yeah. see. So it's been all right. It... Oh my gosh, it is much harder being alone in the house with the kids. Mm-hmm. So as a stay-at-home, working full-time, homeschooling parent, it's tough. But we'll get there. Yeah, because when we're both working from home, we kind of trade off. Yeah. But when I'm like, oh, I'm going to be out of the house for like seven hours. Yeah. Like today I had like Sorry. three hours of phone calls from like 9 a.m. till noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did get like half an hour off in there because one of the calls ended early. Thank you. But still, like, just, I can't do that. Like, yeah, it, it can be rough sometimes. So we'll see. Uh, you know, I think we've got two more weeks of school and then after this one. Right. So. And then we can just like, just play the switch until your eyeballs run out of your brain. Yeah. Just like be quiet. It'll like, be like a full 80s childhood where it's like, just do what you want. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just get on your bike and like, go. <laughs> Go investigate a murder. You guys want to like invite your kids, your friends over, and I can run a D and D game for them, and we can summon the demi. Okay, we'll do it online. We can yeah. do it online, maybe summon yeah. the demogorgon, be a Stranger Things kind of situation. Right, right, It'd be like... great. But yeah, we're doing it. We did have like our third child finally hit their yes existential their, crisis. Their crap of like, oh, I guess online learning isn't a thing I can do like on Sunday night. No, so <laughs> we had a. We've had that with literally all three of our kids where they mm-hmm. just, you know, they kind of blow a day. They're like, that felt really good. It was really awesome. I'm like, yeah. So here's the crushing weight of expectation coming down on you mm-hmm. and all the stuff you still have to get done, even right. though you watched YouTube videos for about an hour, judging by your browser history. Right. By maybe, the way, this browser more. history thing, that's a thing I know. <laughs> this is an important learning moment. Right. Everybody, right. everybody cool on that? Mm-hmm. Great. So, yeah, so we've had a little bit of conversation, and hopefully we've righted the ship. We've got we'll a see. we've got a working plan, which is basically you can sit right there in my line of sight, and mm-hmm. I will keep you accountable for the morning. And if you work three straight hours in the morning, you can get this done. You'll be Knock done. Knock it all out. Yeah, yeah. And then you can move on with whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as you're not fighting. Like, I don't... 
I don't Pretty know awesome. how our kids have not figured out that as long as you're not fighting, mostly you can get away with whatever you want. Yeah. If we're working. Like. Yeah. As long as no, there's no they, fighting and no lasting property damage. Right. You're But no, they decided to like push each other's buttons. Yeah. Like <laughs> the youngest fight. will just like walk in somebody's room and stare at them. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, I just wanted to see what was going on in here. No. No. Don't. Right. You right. don't get to do that. Today, uh, our our daughter and our youngest son was like, they were sitting in the same chair. Yes. <laughs> Trying to work on their homework. It's like, you both have rooms. Like, go to your room. And they're like, I don't even have a desk in my room. You're not using a desk right now. You're using a chair. Like, yeah. Go sit on your bed. Pretend your bed's a chair. <laughs> Failed like, argument. <laughs> or like, there are two tables. There's our well, there's three tables, but the rule mm-hmm. is they're not allowed to have electronics at the actual, like, kitchen table. Right. Because water and substances and just they eat mm-hmm. and snack and everything there. That's just asking for trouble. So no electronics at that table. But the other two tables, there's a table upstairs, a table downstairs. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of other, like, nooks and crannies that they can cram themselves into. Like, there is so much space in this house, but they insist on, like, I want that chair. No, I want that chair. Why? Right, I'm going to fight you for it. Anyway, so that's... To assert dominance. So that's what that's like in our life. Yeah, it's fine. Um, It's fine. It's just great. Yeah. It's fantastic, and I love it, and right. I'm glad I have this quality time with my family. I am glad we are all healthy. Indeed. I do not mind not going places. Like... No. When it's like, hey, what are we doing today? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> like... <laughs> I... I drove. I left the house for the first time in a week. That's always exciting. Right. I love that. We went and got uh, takeout Wednesday now. Yes. Uh, because there was a sushi deal. deal right. So. We got we got some takeout quarantine sushi. It was delicious. Our kids lost their minds. They oh were so pumped. They were so pumped about sushi. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing something right as a parent because my kids love sushi. Mm-hmm. Is that my only adjustment and or I mean, my only evaluation? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I'm doing right, really. That's all I got. Uh, so we watched a movie tonight. We did watch a movie. We watched um, a great Disney classic. It is a Disney classic from um, 1986. Yes. Which is not the high point of Disney. It's not the low point of Disney no, either. No, no, no. They, they would it's hit a, that it's a both before and after. It's a midpoint of Disney. Yeah, it was, um, I mean... Little Mermaid was 1989, and that was really like that was the oh shit like, like this is a good movie <laughs> yeah and then like you kind of had that early 90s run where they were just unstoppable mm-hmm. and then Mulan and then Pocahontas and then Pocahontas yeah I th- I would say Mulan's okay Mulan's okay but like it was Pocahontas Mulan is not the Lion King or Beauty and the Beast it's not it's not but it was like it was like on the crest it was right at the crest it was the like, first step down step and down. then. It just crashed after yeah, and that. And I remember Pocahontas being like, Wow, what? that was a train wreck. Yeah. Yes. But the, uh, but this one was 86. This is The mm-hmm. Great Mouse Detective. The Great Mouse Detective. Which is so many questions about mouse society. I mean, yeah, we could really unpack that. There's a lot. So, so yeah. The Great Mouse Detective is based on books. Yeah, it's based on... Which are based on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, exactly. So it's based on based on a thing that's Sherlock Holmes. Right, because this is not just Disney going and saying, hey, we need to do uh, Sherlock Holmes as a mouse. Right. Like they did, like, Robin Hood as a fox. Right. Which, again, I'm not sure that's not in the same universe as Utopia. <laughs> I stand by that. 
And I'm not sure that this one's not in the same universe as The Rescuers. I think it is the same universe as The Rescuers. The Rescue Aid Society just... would come out of this. Right. Um, this relationship. So we have Flavisham, who is Flavisham, a toy maker. Who, who is a mouse toy maker. So Mouse Society. Mice. Yeah, Mice Society. Mice Society. Mousedom. All Small Rodent Society. Like, completely... Oh, no, 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 no. It is Mouse Society. Mouse Society. But there are, like, some token representation from... <laughs> from lizards. There's, like, a lizard, <laughs> a bat, and spoilers, Radigan is a rat. But right. they are so racist against him. Okay. Like, he can never be anything good because he's just a rat. Even though he's, like, twice their size. Right. And a genius. Like, any, any way you want to evaluate a mouse, a rat is better... But they're like, nope, got to hold the rat down. This right. is a mouse kingdom. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's strange mouse society. Mm -hmm. Perfectly mirrors human society. And that we're there's, racist for no obvious reason. I yes, mean, yeah, there's that. Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, they don't really get into, like, the xenophobia. <laughs> like, the most many, racist people are generally not the best example of why they're racist superior. Right. The, the many other bigoted ways yeah. uh, that humans are bigots. But... Mm -hmm. uh, per perfectly mirrors mouse society perfectly mirrors human society in both uh, what has happened and location yes so like England has a queen mice also have a queen England's queen is located in Buckingham Palace mice queen also located in Buckingham Palace like mousedom or real world has Sherlock Holmes at 221B Baker Street right Basil um Lives at 221 and a half B Baker Street. Street right. See so what like we same, did there? It's very same, clever. Same place. So, like, so there are just mice living out your exact life wherever like, you are. Yeah. Just underneath you with, like, your same personality quirks and gifts so like, and stuff. if you pick up the violin and start learning, then your mouse doppelganger has to. If you start wearing deer stalker hats, so does your mouse. Right. I mean, like, there's definitely like some independent, like, stuff. It's it's like an alternate reality that is taking place in the same reality. Yeah. Well, and like, uh, the Watson character. I can't remember his name right now. Dawson. Dawson is Watson. Mm -hmm. Um and. He had recently gotten back from war in Afghanistan. You're like, the fuck are mites doing in war in Afghanistan? Right. Right. What geopolitical situation right. mandated a bunch of mice going and fighting other mice, presumably. Right. Mountain in... mice in Afghanistan. I Can you imagine how racist the cartoon of the mice in Afghanistan would have been? I, you know, actually, I kind of see it as like a 1800s Rambo mouse thing. Which honestly, not the not the high point of Rachel Sensitivity <laughs> Rambo two or three, whichever I've never one that seen was. Any of those movies? Oh, you shouldn't. They're oh, not. thanks, thanks for for once telling me like, oh, you're right. You're never gonna watch that movie. That's fine. <laughs> no, they're so I've watched them just because it's. I think they were like on a marathon or something, and I just couldn't look away. But they are awful. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite part being, of course, the the Rambo where he goes to Afghanistan is dedicated to the warriors of the the, the brave warriors of the Muhajideen, which would later go on to be the Taliban, which we maybe called that one wrong. I mean, with the facts we at the time, don't have a great history of. I'm gonna say 
living up to our promises. So a lot of times we're like, hey, we're going to do this for you. And people are like, cool, sounds great. And then we're like, yeah, fuck you, we're not. And then they turn on us. And then they're like, oh, <gasps> they're evil. What? And you're like, no, we're kind of the I assholes mean... here, guys. <laughs> also, I will say, um, kind of from a global perspective, I think every western power at one point has looked at each other and goes man we kind of fucked up that whole afghanistan thing didn't truly, we <laughs> truly afghanistan i mean Girl, everybody has done hard. it going back to like alexander the great yeah like, yeah just stop just stop trying to invade afghanistan just stop just let them be just, just let, let they have just, many riches just let them live just let it happen lives. and just kind of yeah. anyway <laughs> So it's true. It's true. Like it that cycles. It's valid. It's the circle of and life. And apparently mice are running into the same wood chipper there. Right. So. Right. Okay. So it opens with this toy maker mm-hmm. and his daughter. And he made his daughter a special present Which was for her birthday. How small is this thing? How small is the present? Yeah. Because he makes her this little dancing ballerina thing. He makes her. Yeah. A dancing ballerina. That she's is like. a the, tiny little mouse. She's a mouse. And the dancing ballerina is, like, the size of... Mm, I mean, this thing's got to be, like, a grain of rice. Yes. Maybe bigger than Maybe a grain of rice. Maybe they've got an it's, egg corn at biggest. Because yeah. she can hold it in, like, two hands. I was going to say fava it's bean, like, but yeah. It's like a... It's like the size of... Oh, crap. What is that? Mm. Garbanzo. No. No, no. Not in real life. I'm thinking, like, to me... Or to our oh, children. it's about like a basketball, maybe. It, yeah, it's the size of a basketball. So it's like a mouse basketball. So I'm going to say like... I think garbanzo beans that you would hear. May, maybe bigger than a garbanzo bean. But still. But it's pretty small. It's pretty small. Pretty small. And it's like a flower and the flower unfolds and then it's this um, dancing uh, ballerina. Right. And it's a wind-up toy, but it's like really... Really great. Exquisite. Yeah. And so as, he's, as Flaversham's giving his daughter this... Creepy dude breaks in. He doesn't break in. He clicks the handle first. Right. And Havisham's first instinct is not like, oh, we're closed. Sorry. Uh, is to hide his daughter in a cupboard. That man has seen some shit. Oh, well, he's got like an Eastern European accent kind of. Right. I also was like, what are these accents? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's so, somewhere between Eastern European and Scotland. Have it, have it kind of and flops around. Olivia both have accents. I don't know where they're from. It seems like they're from everywhere like yeah i don't i don't know well there's it definitely sounds like i said sometimes it sounds like they're scottish but mm-hmm. or irish maybe like there's some sort of brogue to it but then at other times they're like chomping their consonants like a romanian right i don't i don't know uh well, yeah that was my very first note is it's like the what fl- what are these accents if they're supposed to be british accents they're done by kevin costner that's all i can say <laughs> they're the kevin costner british accents yes <laughs> But uh, he gets kidnapped by a bat. Yes, he gets kidnapped by a bat with a peg leg. Um, and Olivia's, like, in the... Cupboard. Cupboard. So she presumably just, like, mm-hmm. stays in the cupboard while her dad is getting taken Man away. And... and is like, cool, that's fine. And instead of um, just, like, intermittently eating ice cream for dinner and crying, which is what I would have done yeah. if I was an eight-year-old and my ki- and my parents were kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, she decides it's a go-getter. And she, like, one, finds a newspaper, yep. reads it, figures out that there's this detective, like, tears out the little article about it and was like, I need to go find him. I mean, that's so a like, lot of gumption kudos, for an eight-year-old. Like, kudos to this eight-year-old yeah, because I would have been losing it. Mm-hmm. I think... 
our our nine year old, she would have a similar ish response. She would go for right. revenge. Right. She'd be like, "I'm here for vengeance." Um, our eleven year old would see it as emancipation. Our seven year old would just melt down and cry. Right. Like we'd be all over the board, but <laughs> all, all all the reactions. But so she goes and she finds she runs into Dawson, who is the Watson character, the fat physician who's been to mm-hmm. Afghanistan and seen war. Right, and right. Is like, okay, I need to find Basil. Can you help me do this? And he's like, sure. I was going there anyway, or something. Like, no, he was like, it's okay. I, like, I have other shit to do, but I'll help a little girl. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like, he seems, he seems very, uh, you know, he's he's a good guy. Right. He's he was a, like, okay, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll make sure you find, them. like, I'll make sure you get there. Yeah. So they walk to his house. Whatever. Uh, he gets he he's there. His housekeeper lets him in mm-hmm. and is like, I'll sit down, I'll make you crumpets and tea, and I'll dry off your clothes and he'll be right in. Right. And uh, he's like off, you know, solving a mystery or whatever the fuck he does. I don't know what he does, but, you know, the check clears and so I don't ask a lot of questions. Right. <laughs> so he, so this dude, this fat Chinese looking yes. mouse. Yes. Because basically all we had to do is like throw some racial character to like Mm -hmm. characteristics you know very stereotypical characteristics caricatures Mm -hmm. is what i was going for there onto a mouse face and he's asian and yeah sure well his his, instead of just having straight whiskers he's got like a fu manchu he's got yeah he's got big long fu manchu whiskers so obviously uh he's asian Mm -hmm. and so he comes in ranting and raving and he's and and waving a gun and waving a gun that's also true and Dawson, like, hides the girl and is like, and he's like who oh, the hell are you? Yeah, also you have a gun, you know? He's There's... like, obviously I live here. And he, like, pulls off his uh, mask and he, like, deflates his uh, suit. He was wearing a big suit that made him look like like a yeah. big fat uh, mouse. And he was like, I'm Basil, I live here, who the fuck are you? And he does a ballistics <laughs> experiment where he ends up shooting pillows and it's just insane. Right, right. And so, like, a little girl and a war veteran show up. At your door. And you were like, yeah, I'm not going to help you. Like, that seems hard. And I don't want to deal with it. Uh, but then uh, she's like, but a peg-legged bat took my dad. And he's like, wait. I know I that know, rat. I know a peg-legged bat. He's my nemesis's uh, hedge, hedge person. Pen. I'm on the case. <laughs> yeah. So Truly, Sherlock Holmes is fucking terrible. He is he's a fucking asshole. terrible human in every uh, iteration. In, universe. in yeah. every universe. Sherlock Holmes is horrible. He's flawed. He is broken. He is a substance abuser, which they don't get into in this one for reasons. I mean, he Cowards. does smoke a lot in he, this movie. Yeah, I mean, a little bit, but I yeah. mean, a lot more than your average Disney hero. There's a lot of smoking in this movie. There, there was like the warning at the beginning. It was like, this was made in a time when like we were not real woke and also like yeah. there's like there's a little warning at the beginning of the Disney Plus of like depictions hey, of tobacco use depictions of tobacco use and like not real sensitive racial stereotypes yeah <laughs> like, FYI just just a heads up so um so Basil takes the case and mm-hmm. we we immediately cut to his nemesis Radigan who is gloating Mm-hmm. Well, he's threatening. No, he's threatening Flavisham. Yeah, so Flavisham is um like a like a roboticist. Mm-hmm. He's a toy maker, but he's a steampunk robot guy. Yeah, he's a steampunk robot guy because this is eighteen ninety seven, and uh, he's like making his little steampunk robot thing, 
Yeah, and right. he's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not participating in this evil. And he's like, you know what I'll do to you if, uh, you know, you don't. He's like, you can kill me, whatever. Like, I'm done with it. And he was like, oh, but, like, I know all about your daughter. And I'll just, like, bring her here and torture her instead. Like, he's, like, he's like fine. So, and then that's when we get the song and dance about Radigan being the world's greatest criminal mind. Which seems a little bit on point. Also, Radigan is produced or is voiced by by victor price victor price who is fantastic in everything he does right right he's great you can basically you can basically hear the little pencil mustache through the whole performance right um it's great yeah and you can also tell he's evil because he has like a cape and a colorful ascot and like our royal sense of uh flamboyancy flamboyancy yeah Uh, because that's how you can tell you're evil you're not afraid like, to stand out. You're, yeah, you're not afraid to stand out. You're not afraid of, like, some flair. Yeah. So they sing The World's Greatest Criminal Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the mice's, mouse and mouse, mice. Mice. That thing. Screws up the words and calls mm-hmm. Radigan a rat. Right. <gasps> Which he is. Which he is. Maybe. I don't know. There's no proof. There's no DNA test. It comes out later. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, he overreacts just a bit and feeds the mouse to his pet cat the greatest fiction in this whole piece is that a cat will come to a fucking bell and is like a very obedient pet that bell is what he <laughs> summons him when he needs him to eat somebody mm-hmm. it's basically the equivalent of a cat a can opener mm-hmm. cats will come to a can cats opener will come to a can opener so there you are i think that is somewhat accurate um meanwhile the the guys are figuring out that they need to do some investigation, so they go to a human toy store mm-hmm. for a hella creepy situation. Toy stores are always creepy. Yeah. Toy stores, when they're closed at night, are always creepy. Yep. They're just creepy. I don't know why, but they're consistently creepy. They are. And so, like, there's disembodied ball- dolls and balls rolling around of their own accord and, like, automaton just, like, going off for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Like... It's creepy. It is creepy. Um, and Radigan had sent the bat to come get them. So there's this whole like big chase scene. Mm-hmm. And um, the rat, there the bat ends up kidnapping the girl. Well, he's supposed to. He has a list. Right. Of what he's supposed to get. Like he's supposed tools. to get. He's supposed to get tools and uniforms. uniforms. And um, I don't know what else. Girl. Girl. Something girl. else on the list. Um, Dress. I don't know. So the uniforms they get are from toy soldiers. Right. Because the toy soldiers in the mouse universe... Are the same size. Are the same size... In the human universe are the same sizes as the mouse and rats and lizards. Mice. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. They they, 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 leave the home. He would give away the whole plot. Right. Um, And they have chosen the exact same decoration for their monarchy as... The human monarchy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's really weird. It's great. Because they have those, like, they're dressing up like, like the beef eater. Yeah, the red. Uniform red jacket with the gold sash and the big and the black big hat. Buzz, buzzy yeah. hat. To make the you flowers. look like a Q-tip. Yeah. Right. It looks all the same. And so the, the mice just have to get these uniforms. So he's, the bat's going to get them. He steals them, the dress, the girl, mm-hmm. the tools. And then... Leaves his list where Basil can find it. Yes. Famously. Right. So they try to chase after Olivia. Yeah. 
But they can't catch the bat because he flies or mm-hmm. something. Or he rides the cat. I don't remember what he does. But he, he gets out of there at speed. And he takes her, her back to Radigan. Meanwhile, all they have is the list to go on. So Basil does this whole rigmarole to figure out where the list, where the list has from. been. Yeah. And who wrote it and where did he write it and where did he get the paper and where has it been? And he finally figures out it's got salt water on it. So we must be this one pub down by the river in London. Right. You know, in the tidal area, I guess, because the... Because it's still salt water. Yeah, it's still salt water. It's not Mm -hmm. fresh water. So it's got to be down in this area. And he's like, all right, so we're going to this particular pub Mm -hmm. to chase it. Because every good... Um, every good detective story has to go to a pub, has to go yep. to a bar at start, some point. Start in a bar. Yeah. Um, well, also, cause he was like, I need a seedy bar because I'm sure Radigan's like lair or whatever yeah. has to be connected to some kind of seedy bar. That's a great way to launder money. Like, First honestly, off, yeah. it's a great way to launder money. Cause you're like, I got money coming in. I got money coming out. Like it was breaking bad before we had car washes. Right. So it makes sense. And and so he's got that bar that he's going to use. And so they figure out where the bar is and they go investigate it. And Basil is doing a pretty good scuzzball impression. Mm-hmm. But Dawson can't pull it off for nothing. He's so innocent and pure and kind of heart and, and just isn't good at all. Right. So. Right. Also, there's all these little hidey holes like in Cinderella. Where in, like, everybody's house, there's, like, a big round, like, uh... Like, it's like they have, like, front doors. Like, little right. hobbit hole front doors. Right, hobbit hole front doors that just, like, slide out. Yeah. And slide back in. Like, like decorative, yeah. you know, Like, nubs. all the little, yeah, all the little decorative, like... Decorative molding. Yeah, it has secret holes in it. Yes. So, but, um, so we're in the bar. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you remember... Okay, did you ever have those friends that claimed to know where, like, all the seedy, secret, hidden sexual stuff was in, like, Disney movies? I mean, no. Like, the... Like, <laughs> there was, you, know, you didn't have that? Like, okay. Nope. So, like, um, there's, like, apparently, like, when Simba flops down, like, you can, like, the, the leaves or whatever that blow out from where he flops down mm-hmm. spells out sex or something, or, like... It, if you look at this one like spot in the the original Little Mermaid VHS cover, one of the towers in the castle is really a penis, mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. And like Aladdin says something to Jasmine, depending on who you ask, it's something sexual or something. Mm-hmm. Like there are all these like underground rumors right, about right, right, hidden right, right, right. stuff. I never heard anything about the Great Mouse Detective. Nope, because nope, nope. it is not. Hidden. Right, so it turns out that mice own strip clubs too. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so apparently, as soon as mice start wearing clothes, the thought is we can right we can we drum can up business this. by taking them off. And we here we are in a mouse strip club in a Disney film. Yes, yes. Most charitably, it's a burlesque club. Most charitably, yes. but I feel you know she's so this mouse comes out and does a routine. Mm-hmm. She is not important to the plot. Not at all. We're not going to see her again after this. Nope. Nope. But here she is as a as a distraction for right. a moment. Mm-hmm. Where she sings a song and she, dances a little dance and she just like feathers. Yeah. Where do you get tiny mouse feathers? I like, don't know. 
Mouse size. Mouse sized feathers. I don't know. <laughs> Hummingbirds? Yeah, I mean, maybe like the underside of goose, like where they get really small. Little, little teeny, teeny like feathers. down. Yeah. But I, I think it's like, it's got to be hummingbird down at this yeah. point, really. Yeah. But like, she's got like a feather boa and I'm like, what the mouse sized feather boa. Wow. That's some work. Yeah. I mean, she does have some like feathers on her legs. Also, she has like very shapely lady legs, even though she's a mouse. It's she's like wearing weird. high heels, even though she's a mouse. Yeah, shapely lady legs on a mouse. <laughs> she's she's got, a ve- she's a very sexy mouse. She's got a very low V one piece thing that yes. she's wearing. Yes, and I'm like, okay, it's, this makes me think long and hard about mouse boobs. Right? Wouldn't they have like? Wouldn't they have like six? I think I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> ever counted i don't know i don't know how many i believe they have more than two i don't know how many most but maybe the first the top two are big and then the the other two are like smaller i don't know four or eight i don't know i don't know there's yeah. just a yeah. lot of questions about mouse anatomy and geopolitics that this, this thing it, yeah it doesn't answer it definitely brings up more questions than it answers <laughs> But during her song and dance, uh, mm-hmm. the whole place just goes nuts and there's a big brawl as they kind of sort of half figure out Basil and Dawson yes. are not who they seem. Right. They also give them drugged drinks. Yes. And Basil is like, these are drugged. And he looks over and... Um, Dawson is... Dawson has like finished both of them. Not even just his, but like both of them. I was like, Dawson, you <laughs> hound. Okay, this guy's been to Afghanistan. He's seen some shit. He might have a drinking problem. <laughs> right. We just kind of have to put that right. out there. But also... Mm, yeah. Yeah. Poor impulse control, sir. Poor impulse control. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I did notice the bat. Um, So the, the bat talks to Radigan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you like... Got all these uniforms, like, good job, I knew I could count on you. And he's like, yeah, I got everything on the list. And he he pulls up his wing, and his wing has a flap. He has, like, a skin pocket in his wing. Yes. Where he would have pulled out the list. And he, like, opens That's the uncomfortable. skin pocket, and it's empty. And I was like, do bats have skin pockets? That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Maybe they're like hamster cheek pockets at best. But, but yeah, and I was like, that is crazy. Anyway, and he's like, I lost the list. <laughs> and and Radigan immediately is like, oh, Radigan Bass is going like, to figure oh, out Bass where I am. Radigan is going to figure out where I am. And, uh, Time for first, an elaborate trap. Well, and at first he was like, I'm just going to feed the bat to the cat and be angry. Because uh, that's his immediate response. It's like, let's kill my very uh, capable henchman. And then, and then, is com- he though? And then complain. He is quite capable. Yeah, he got he everything on the list. He just lost for one the piece list. of paper. Yeah, true. Like, honestly, if I came home from the grocery store and I was like, I got everything on the grocery list, and you were like, where's the list? And I'd be like, uh, I got everything on the list. And you're like, where's your list? And I was like, I threw it out. <laughs> like, yeah, it'd be fine. You're right. That's a valid point. Right? It's stupid. But, uh, but yeah, yet again, poor evil management, where it was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to kill all the people who know what's going on. I'm just going to spread out my influence. And like, also, like, little mistakes mm-hmm. get res- result in death. Right. So, so make sure you don't make any little mistakes, or at least I never find out right, about them. Obviously, just lie to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Cover Obs. your ass. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, he was going to feed the bat. But then the rat says something, maybe. The bat. The bat. Because the the cat is holding it in his mouth. Right, and and the bat is flying around inside the cat's mouth. It's a whole weird thing. Yeah. But he's Um, like, you can... And he decides like, oh, 
you know what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to, like, throw him a welcome party for finding my evil lair. That is, like, next level embarrassing. Oh, where yeah. Where you, like, bust into what you think is, like, a secret lair of your nemesis, and he, like, is there waiting for you throwing a party. Yeah, with your name <laughs> on a banner. Like, he, he had time to go out to Kinko's and get that made. Like Right. Right, to go forward in time when a kink goes in bed, it was a thing. (laughs) But not too far forward because they're not a thing anymore. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he he does that. And so Basil figures out there's a secret passage, goes down, Mm -hmm. and is promptly captured. Right. And is really disheartened. And meanwhile, Radigan's like, all right, so let me show you this elaborate... Time for an elaborate trap. Time for an elaborate death scene. You know, it's a very James Bond villain. Yes. Um, you know, this the record player is yes. going to pull the ball. So which is the thing awesome. With the and mousetrap. so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, like, just feed him to the cat. Just, <laughs> like you just ha- feed him to the you, cat. You trained a cat for this specific purpose, but you're yes. like, no, that's not good enough. And then also, he, like, sets it all up. And walks away. So it's like, he. there's a record that is playing. places to be. I know. There's a record that's playing that is him singing uh, goodbye so long. Yeah. And uh, until we meet again. So the fact that Victor, there is a version of Victor Price singing goodbye so long until we meet again is like truly the best gift that this, mm-hmm. <laughs> that this film has given to the universe. <laughs> There's so many things. Like, we gotta find that uncut version. I want it in my Spotify list. It's out there, I'm sure. We'll have to check. Yes. But he, um... So after the record plays, the record pulls the string. There's a string to the record arm. Right. Also, my kids are like, how? how is that playing music? <laughs> yeah, we failed them on vinyl. I'm sorry, like, when I'd hit turn What is that? So, but it pulls the thing, and Basil is wallowing in self-pity at being no, okay, outsmarted. So it, so it pulls the thing, and the right. thing rolls a ball. Down a track. And the ball rolls down the track, and it flips the mouse It hits trap. the mouse trap trigger, and their heads are where it's going to... Where, yeah. So it's going it, to come down, so where it's going to kill them. So it's going to kill them. But also, that will... That once the mouse trap is clicked, a gun will go off. Yeah, and shoot them. And shoot them. And a camera. And uh, oh, and then there's a splat from the... Oh, an anvil. An anvil falls from the f- the ceiling, and then a camera goes off. Right. It's very overkill. Right, right. So now, like, not only do I have, like, three different ways to kill you, which none of which are the easiest way. <laughs> no, again, cat. Just use the cat. Oh, wait, you had access to a gun? Well, just shoot him. He's right. a mouse. You will turn him into red mist. Like, right. it's fine. No, he's got to go overboard. He's like, nope, I need to first of all explain. How do those mice hoist that anvil? Like, that is a gargantuan feat They have levers and stuff. But still. Mouse society has been, like, mirroring human society since the dawn of time. So, like, they also built mouse pyramids. They also built mouse Stonehenge. Like, they are feats of engineering everywhere. Did the mouse library at Alexandria burn when the real <laughs> Alexandrian library burned? Right. I have to assume it did. Right. Because it was like inside the library. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, so this whole thing is going to go. Basil's wallowing in self-pity mm-hmm. and Dawson's like, well, fine. If you're not going to help me, you might as well set off the trap now. And Basil's like, that's, <gasps> that's the answer. That's a great idea. Yeah. When I tell you to set off the trap. And so what they do is they flip the trap, which then catches the ball. Mm-hmm. 
which makes they the do mouse it at the trap, right time. So it doesn't squish them. Instead, it like flips over. It pulls the trigger on the gun, which shoots the anvil, which does this. All, uh, which like. And on, Olivia, who's in a bottle just around the corner, yeah. corner, gets knocked loose. And um, and so Basil puts his hat on, grabs Dawson in, in a hug, and catches, catches the girl Olivia, who was, like, smiles at the, the camera. And they're like, all right, now let's go get that bastard. Right. And turns out the whole plan. Mm-hmm was that Radigan was going to Buckingham Palace. Right, to replace the queen with a robot. Like you do. Right, and set himself up in power. Right, so... Right, so he's like, I'll, I'll replace the queen with a robot. No one will notice. It'll be fine. To his credit, to he his almost credit, gets around it, away with it. It That is not the thing that throws him off. <laughs> right, so he kidnaps the queen, replaces her with a robot. She comes out to give her speech, and she's like, I would like to introduce you to my new consort... Right again. Right, and people are like, <gasps> so people know who he is. Like, he is not a low-key criminal. No, he he's is not... a high-key criminal. Yeah, I mean, he's the Moriarty of the books, not the Moriarty of the Sherlock featuring um, mm-hmm. Smog and Bilbo. Right. Um, the the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I know that the, one. But yeah, because that Moriarty like seems to be kind of behind in the shadows, like hiding and manipulating, and a little more tweaky, a little more tweaky. And this one is like flamboyant and like, hello, I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. And which is what he does here. He right. gets the queen to say, he's my consort. And anything he says, he says with my voice. Anything he decrees, he decrees with my voice. Right. So and he's in charge now. He's so, in charge now. And so, yay, he's got yay, the power because Robo Queen said so. Right. A robot said so. And everyone's like, seems legit. She doesn't seem weird at all. No, not at all. And so he then just. He, he's gloating in his moment of glory mm-hmm. when the queen starts fritzing out because Basil had come in the back door. Right. And overpowered the guards, the two inept guards, mm-hmm. and taken over the controls. Also, he had Olivia because the whole thing is that Flavisham was like making this robot work. Thinking to protect Olivia. To protect Olivia. So like as soon as he had Olivia, he was like, yeah, fuck this. Like... Haven't we established that Radigan will kill someone at the drop of a hat? So as soon as he got what he needed out of him... He was going to kill him anyway. He was going to kill him anyway. But... But no. Mm -hmm. So, but Basil comes in, saves him, reunites him with Olivia. It's a great moment. And starts... It basically makes the queen robot glitch out enough that everybody's like, That's a robot! Right. That's not the queen! Well, and also, he started being like, Nope, he's terrible! Don't listen to him! Like, there's no... Like, immoral, like, conduct he wouldn't do, blah, 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 blah. He is a rat. Right. And so, uh, Radigan gets kind of chased out of Buckingham Palace with Basil in hot pursuit. Mm Mm-hmm. And apparently he has a blimp ready. Right, yeah, he has a blimp. Like you do. I mean, all, uh, our kids are talking about this, like, about how all evil people have, like, unique modes of transport. Like, sometimes it's a cool car or a cool... Yeah. Like, motorcycle, and he has a blimp. And they were like, I'm not super impressed by the blimp. And I was like, it's 1897! <laughs> like, he's great for 1897. Like, fucking cool! <laughs> and so, uh, Basil has to, like, kind of get himself a balloon and some, like, right. bellows he, like, and kind of... And a, and, a, and a little mouse bicycle, because yeah. they have those. Well, the bat is on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Pumping his legs and spinning a propeller. But a, but a bat bicycle. A bat like bicycle. Like a bat mouse sized bicycle. I was about to say, I assume bat mice bicycles are probably compatible. But right. yes. 
Right. Um, and so there's a chase theme scene through the air of London in 1887 or whatever. And also in Big Ben. And yeah, on... they crash into Big Ben. Yes. And on the, um, the hands. Ge- the gears and the hands of Big Ben. Right. It's always 10 after 10 when these kinds of Indeed. fights on Big Ben I mean, happen. 9.15 at the earliest. <laughs> 9.15 at the earliest. But like, usually, yeah, the, the, the hands are in a V it's, upwards. It's never 6.30. No, like, like that just doesn't work. <laughs> Nobody can fight at 6.30 on Big Nobody Ben's hand. Nobody can hands. fight at 6.30 on Big Ben's hand. We're like, we're, can we wait for a few hours? Yeah, we got we to gotta schedule this for, uh, what, are you, what are you doing in 2.45? Two, two, two in 2 right. hours, 45 minutes we can be there? Right, right. Right, so, uh, yeah, so late morning through at the latest early afternoon or... Mm-hmm. Middle of the night. Yeah, middle. Well, not even middle of the night. Well, like, like ten. Like, well, like <laughs> nine to ten, and then yeah. like maybe one to two. You could mm-hmm. two to three, maybe you could get in there. Yeah, but yeah, obviously you have to be very conservative on when you when you fight inside a big Ben. But people seem to do it all the time. <laughs> and so there's a big fight, and Radigan falls to his death. Spoilers. Yes. I mean, you've had forty years at this point, almost. So, yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah. Deal. Um. 34, I guess. 34. So. Um, and we go back to Basil's house with, like, very little fanfare. Right, right. So, Radigan falls to his death. Basil almost falls to his death. But, like, there's a little bit where you think he might have died. And uh, our oldest is kind of like, eh. <laughs> I didn't really care about that guy. I didn't really care about that guy. One, he's a mouse. It's the circle of life. And two, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All that is fair. And also, I was like, truth. <laughs> also, like, famously, mice falling from a height, like, they hit terminal velocity really fast because, you know. Mm-hmm. They're little. They're little. And then they don't have a lot of mass. So when they land, they can actually fall pretty far and not. And be fine. They'd be fine. So, because people have been throwing mice off of Big Ben forever for centuries, <laughs> centuries, Lisa. <laughs> and so, I mean, but I don't feel like Radigan's necessarily dead, right? I, right. There's definitely back, room for a sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. Way overdue. Way, 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 way overdue. overdue for a sequel. <laughs> I mean, it took him like thirty should, years for the rescuers. So, right? They should make a sequel, but like now, like. <laughs> So I did see someone had done like a um, Sherlock, mm-hmm. um, like a couple of drawings uh, uh, of the Great Musk Detective. Of the but Sherlock, Desk, they just called it Basil. Yes, and I, I was like, I am here for this. I'm like here for this all would be fantastic. This. And then you keep flipping through, and you're like, Oh, that's him doing opium. All right, yeah. that took a turn. I mean, an accurate turn, but also. At least PG thirteen at this point. Right, right. I'm just right, gonna say, right, right, right. if not a pretty, pretty squishy R. <laughs> so, but yeah, and yeah. so they go back and they're back at Basil's house and they're just kind of celebrating mm-hmm. and the Flavishams are there. They're back together. Right, right. And they're like, "Thanks, great toodles. See you later. Yeah, Gonna go live my life. Glad yeah. you caught your bad guy." Right. And and Dawson's like, "Well, Dawson's like, well, I guess I should like I got sidetracked for like." Two months. <laughs> Actually, I think this was only like two days. Only because, like two, three days a week. Uh, no, because like he, whenever you see him threatening Flavisham, he's like, "This has to work by tomorrow night." Mm-hmm. And so maybe like the the first scene was 
A day before. A day or two before. But the rest of the, the main action is probably happening within 24 within hours. Within 24 hours. Okay. And this scene might be a little denouement, like mm-hmm. the next morning or the something. Next morning, but the next day. Still. And so, yeah, everybody wins. But yeah, and he was like, I'm going to go back to my whatever. And he was like, but I don't have friends and I need people to talk to. And my housekeeper's mad at me. <laughs> like, oh. You should stay. Mm, okay, sure. And he's like, I got nothing else to do. Seems fine. And that's when it's like, done. Right. And he's like, oh, me and uh, Dawson had many great, uh, great cases, but I'll always remember that first one. Like, yes. Well, no, he's like, me yeah. and Basil, because Dawson... Oh. No, because it's Basil talking and not Dawson. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's Basil. That's, that is a switch, because in Watson is the narrator of mm-hmm. all the Sherlock Holmes ones. I think it's Basil. I don't know. Maybe. I'm like 90% sure. I, I trust you. I was not... I was dealing with some tech support issues towards right. the Right. <laughs> um, so, let me... By the way, just kind of some meta commentary. Uh, the, yes. The voice of Basil... Right. Is, is Basil. Is Basil. Is Basil Rathbone. Also, so great that British people name their uh, children after herbs. Yeah. <laughs> then mispronounce them also my favorite (laughs) also like let's just discuss the fact that like famous british sherlock holmes's are like basil rathbone and benedict cumberbatch and the most famous american one is robert right downey less less junior yeah you gotta uh i feel like part of what is the connection with sherlock holmes is you're like i have Fucking ridiculous name. <laughs> okay. Like, keep talking. Keep talking. Right. Like, I've, I've lived that life. I've lived that life with a crazy, ridiculous name that people can't spell or pronounce and people make fun of. Like... You had my curiosity. Now you have my interest. Keep right, going. Right. So I can really relate to this character, like, on a deep level. Because I have a di- how's ridiculous your his- name. Okay, cool. So, uh, how's your history with substance abuse? Right. Oh, yeah. So Robert much. Downey Jr.'s like, got oh, it. Oh, I got this. Got this. <laughs> I'm on it. This part I'm in. Um, but Basil Rathbone, he, he first played Sherlock in like 1939. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first guys to do it on, on, on the screen, on the not BBC. the first. Yeah. Um, and so when you think of Sherlock Holmes, like your mental image of Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes is, and the deerstalker and he's yeah, tall and he's angular Rathbone. and he's kind of looping and like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. That's Basil Rathbone. Right. He's got, a, he's got a real substantial nose. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, he was a little too old to be playing Sherlock straight yeah, out. Yeah, I'm sure. And so him, like, this was kind of his, your voice, right? Right. And he was like, sure. This was kind of his final lap as as Sherlock. Right. In this is Orson this. Welles in uh, Transformers. <laughs> Transformers movies. <laughs> exactly. But I will say that this is better. Than this the is better. This is actually movies. really a watchable film. It's it actually is. pretty good. It again, it wasn't. It's not up to you know kind of the next major mm-hmm. Disney animated feature is going to be The Little Mermaid. Right. Which is just going to be amazing. It's going to have great music. It's going to be fantastic. All right. It's going to have hair that always moves in the water. Yeah. By the way, this one has good music too. Mm-hmm. Another meta. Uh, did you catch who the the main composer for this is? No. It's Henry Mancini. <laughs> I mean, that does explain the burlesque dun, 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 scene a lot. It does. <laughs> It really does. But, like, that kind of, like, bouncing, lilting, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Themes that are all through this. Like, it works really well. Yeah, it's got it a bad. very good flavor to it. And it works... I mean, it works for the for the movie. It's not mm-hmm. overwhelming, but it's still... It's Henry Fran- 
it's Henry Mancini, man. That's like a really big get. It's a good get. Yeah. It's like Baby Elvin Walk guy, and like he's done a lot of other stuff. Okay. I know so many other mu- people don't. They're not music nerds. It's anymore. fine. It's fine. But it's good. Um, but yeah, like I'm just kind of like still reeling at the fact that Mouse Society completely like nears human society in all ways. Like Mouse Jack the Ripper would be a serial killer. Like, oh, that's gonna be out there. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's that had to be. He's he's lurking in the shadows here. Maybe that's the sequel. Maybe we don't the know. Sequel is, is Mouse Mouse Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I want to write like a whole series of Basil. Like I just I just so befuddled. <laughs> So I so I, if I was going to write it, I would write a series of books. It would be like Basil versus Jack the Ripper, and mm-hmm. like Basil versus you know I don't know cholera. Um, yeah, dysentery. Dysentery is that a mouse thing? I don't know. I could have done research. I obviously did not. <laughs> but then also, can I'd, mice get malaria? Hashtag who cares? <laughs> um, but then. Like, I would want it to pivot out towards, like, the third film or something and mm-hmm. set up the Rescue Aid Society right? as a greater, like, Disney, like, mouse animated yeah. universe. Yeah, where mice help people. Yeah. Because our societies are linked forever. So, if mice go out of their way to, like, change something in human... Was there a mouse Hitler? Like... Oh my gosh. So if mouse got out of the way to, like, change something in human society, does it automatically change in mouse society? Is there a mouse pope? Was there Is there a mouse, a mouse Jesus? pope? Yeah. Like, so so many questions. I feel like I had the same questions about the Cars universe. It's true. But, but this like, is, like, so much more Like, crazy. intertwined. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just weird, guys. It's really right. weird. So if mice go out of their way to, like... Whatever. Influence influence human society. Does it like turn that way for mouse society? Or if mice maybe we're the mirror, and maybe everything happens in mouse society Ooh. first, <laughs> and we're just mouse society's puppets. Oh wow! It's again. I'm going to throw ratatouille into the greater universe. <laughs> That's what it is. You're describing ratatouille like. Yep. Yep. People are just the meat puppets of. Rats and so, mice. So, so here I am. I'm proposing a wider universe of okay. uh, the greater, the great mouse detective. Obviously. Um, the rescuers. Yours, the rescuers down under. Yes. And Ratatouille all happen in the same... In the same universe. In the same universe. I, you can't prove that wrong. Okay. So the mice, rats, whatever, animals in both the rescuers... And uh, the Great Mouse Detective wear clothes. Truth. Ratatouille doesn't wear clothes until he becomes a chef. Counterpoint, they're French. Okay. There we are. I think that, I think I'm done. That's fine. I rest my case. (laughs) Isn't his name Linguini? Uh, That's the the kid. Yeah. The kid is Linguini, but uh, yeah. It's Remy is the rat. Mm-hmm. Or a mouse. Yeah. Whatever he is. I don't know what he is. He is. A rat? Maybe he's a I rat. don't know. I didn't pay good attention in that movie. We should do that next week. Maybe. I don't think our kids have seen it. And if they have. Really? No. If they have, it's been a long time because mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's not the film. It's not great. Pick. It's not the greatest. It's um, not a high watermark. What else yeah, you got? That's all I have. That's I have fantastic. the weird wing flap pocket. I have. Yeah. Yeah, mouse society perfectly mirroring human society. Toy stores are always creepy. Cool. Um, so what did yeah. we learn from this? What did we learn? 
Coups are harder than you think they are. Yeah, coups are always harder than you think they are. You're always going to have somebody sell you out. Yeah, because conspiracies don't work out. Yeah, it's very hard. Very difficult. Yeah, you got to move quickly and, and make sure everybody. Bef- yeah, is before anyone has on board has a chance to think it through. Yep. So there's that. Uh, Mice are racist. Yeah, just there's like that. humans. Yeah, that's true. Um. Somewhere out there, someone is making feather boas for mice strippers, mm-hmm. and yeah, little that is, baby feather boa mouse strippers. Some, I mean, I feel like that's an Etsy shop yes. kind of situation where you're like, I feel like you could throw that into the universe and be like, dear universe, I have a pet rat and I need her to cosplay the stripper <laughs> mouse from the Great Mouse Detective, and someone out there would be right. like, the magical, oh, I have an Etsy shop for that. The magical internet will be like. Bloop. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. I guess mouse strippers wouldn't work in France if they're all naked anyway. Right. Right. So That's why this happens in England. Of course. I mean, it would have... It had to be England because anywhere else just wouldn't have worked. Sure. So there you go. I think that's all I've got for this. <laughs> Again, don't think too hard about mouse boobs out there, people. Yeah, it's it very goes strange. To know, it's very it's, strange when we anthropomorphize animals to be sexy. <laughs> like, it's, it's just not good. It's folks. just weird. It's just not good. Also, today my kids were watching a like nature movie that was all about mating, and it was like how scorpions eat, like the female eats the male after mating, and like other stuff and other stuff and other stuff, and they were like, animals are fucked up. <laughs> I was shit. like, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not kink shaming the animals, but, but anyway, I'm saying like we shouldn't anthropomorphize animals; like they got their own stuff. That's true. That's true. And on that note, <laughs> I think we're good to go. So, uh, everyone out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. 